Welcome to the Young Adult Podcast, where we will be engaging in weekly conversations around the amazing, tough, fun, weird, but extremely important and defining season of your 20s, all while bringing you more of a biblical perspective. Our goal is to dive deeper into conversations that push you, challenge you, and hopefully inspire you to begin to walk in the fullness of who God created you to be, which we believe will make you the most effective for the kingdom of God. Let's jump into this week's episode. What's up, everybody, and welcome back to the Young Adult Podcast. My name is Milana, and I will be your host for this podcast. Oh, he's going to press the button. Oh, you never pressed the button for me. (laughs) Thanks, Connor. It's short. (laughs) Joining me in the studio and pressing all of our sound effects buttons for this podcast, Connor Grimm. Let it ring out a little bit. That's a long applause. Sorry. And I'm then here. back for a second week in a row, we have Andrew Matrone with us. <laughs> <laughs> Hello. No, you know what? Sad. Give it up for Andrew. Yeah. I'm he's awesome. like, yeah, he's like, I'm sweating in this closet and you're yeah. not even going to give me the applause button. Yeah, it's 95 outside, guys, and 86 in this room. Um, <laughs> Legitimately. Our AC like, is broken. Actually, our AC is broken. Our amazing podcast studio is actually a five by five closet. <laughs> And all of our freaking hot breath is, like, <laughs> amplifying the temperature. <laughs> I don't know. That's, like, a weird image that I just had in my mind when I said that. Yeah. Um, it's really hot, though. It's really yeah. hot. Andrew right literally us. changed his shirt because he was so <laughs> hot. And I wore shorts today, and they're a little shorter than I'd probably expected. And it, I feel like my legs are sticking to the... The leather chair. The pleather chair. <laughs> the leather chair. Yeah. Who's body us. has been stuck to this chair? This is gross. Get yeah. Out of here. Pray for us. It is hot. Guys. It's summertime. It mm-hmm. is. It's, it's been way too hot for summer. Legit. It's too hot to go outside. It's like 95 degrees out, so I've been inside watching TV. Global warming. Could you imagine <laughs> if that's what... Is global warming real? That's our podcast. That's the fucking... Speaking of... No, it's hot, and I've been watching a lot of TV inside. What have you been watching? Uh, Aaron and I just finished the last season of Alone. Oh, have you, you guys love seen that Alone? Show. Uh-uh. It's like Survivor, but no gimmicks. They literally take like ten people, drive them up to or drive, fly them up to Canada, like right before winter. They get like twenty days before it's like winter in Canada. They drop them off at this like lake around Canada, and it's truly who can last the longest. My and whoever, greatest fear. And whoever does wins like half a million bucks or something. Oh, but dang. you can bring like a bow and arrow, a knife, a piece of flint, and like a tarp. And like that's it. No gimmicks, no frills. And dude, it's like cool, but this last season was kind of like whatever location they picked sucked and nobody could catch fish. Oh, nobody no. could like find any they food. They all died. Oh Almost. my god! <laughs> no, but what like, happens if they're like on the brink of death? Does they someone do, like so come after in? like two weeks. They do like medical checks every Got like it. three or four days, and you have like a walkie-talkie if like you get attacked right. by a bear. Yeah, but like, uh, which I guess if you're being attacked by a bear, what Too help late. is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're screwed. <laughs> but no, so they do like medical checks, and literally this season, I don't want to ruin it for anybody, but like half the people. Had to like if your if your vitals are going down or like you're losing too much weight they pull you, and so like half the people left because they just got pulled like it was a starving competition. Like, it literally was. Yeah. So it like normally it's a really cool show, but this last season was almost kind of depressing. It was like, oh, just watch them sit there and wither away until they get pulled out of this <laughs> this thing. So we watched that, and then Aaron's kind of on a Kardashian's kick. <laughs> yeah. Aaron. 
Yeah. You love the Kardashians with Tron. I yeah. feel like you, I feel like if you could, you'd be a male Kardashian. Yeah. If you had the resources <laughs> yeah. and everything. Forget, forget uh I don't know. I like I like uh the Lord. <laughs> Lord <Jared>. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, I thought you meant Jesus. Like no, you're he's too talking hot. about Scott uh, Disick. <laughs> I knew why, right why away. Why is his name the Lord? He Lord. went. He, remember, he went and got. Uh, he got something that made him like. See, uh, Andrew watches it. <laughs> no, he did that like ten years ago. Uh, I've I've truly probably seen three episodes of the Kardashians since yeah. it's been out. Same. <laughs> <laughs> I watch like food shows. Yeah, because I, I don't really watch a ton of TV. Like, I, if like, cause sports sucks right now. Like, yeah, dude. Like football is about to come back. I'm sorry for every baseball fan out there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is on. the worst time of the yeah, year. Yeah. This is the worst. You guys time have three thousand games. I'm not gonna sit yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So, but I love like cooking shows. I don't know. Like I watch a show called like, Everybody Feeds Phil or Somebody Feed Phil. Oh, my father-in-law loves that show. Uh, it's not a cooking show, but he's like this weird, goofy little guy. Who, Isn't it on like YouTube or something? It's on Netflix. Oh, Netflix. Yeah. Okay. My father-in-law loves that show. He's a good me show. Watch it. Yeah. So he just goes around eating. Yeah, he's like the sweetest man ever. Like, oh, I just like you. That's I'm like, so pure. He's one of those people, yeah, you watch, and he's just so kind to everybody. I'm like, just makes you realize, like, no, people, there's good people it's in the feel world. feel good TV. Yeah. 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 Jake and I can never agree on a show. I always want to watch, like, some Oh, me and Jake haven't rom-com. watched a show together in four years. We did just watch <laughs> Severance. We just finished that. It's on Apple TV+. Plus. It's like a thriller. We can kind of like... We need to watch that. You told you me do. about that. And you and we never did. It's honestly really good. That's like kind <laughs> Too of... Too many shows out there. It stresses me out. Honestly. Really and people will be like, you need to watch this. And we just don't watch a ton of TV. But we did finish I, that and we liked it. I don't know what I watch, honestly, more than anything. On Instagram, I follow... I've like deleted half my follow, like things I follow to truly just the core of like what I care about. The office bloopers, though, Instagram page. <laughs> That's amazing. I'll watch it for hours. It's <laughs> hilarious. You just I probably watch that more than TV. You'll never. It's the greatest go. show of all time. And if you argue that, you don't know what good t- television is. <laughs> it is good. It is. You know what I keep seeing everywhere on my Instagram is all these freaking memes and reels about Love Island. I've never watched it. Love Island. Never seen Love Island. It's. I think so. The premise of it is like they send all these. This is the wording of the TV show, okay? They say sexy singles. Well, gross. <laughs> Ew. They s- oh, that was perfect. <laughs> they like send all these like young single hot people to like an island and then basically just like see what happens. And what it's do you like- mean by hot? Oh, You're married. <laughs> that is Gosh. the wording of it, okay? They literally say sexy, and it's like British. They're British, so it sounds yeah. So like, you, but could, you could be a premise. six, <laughs> oh my but gosh. you have an accent like that, and you're an eight. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's true. If you're if you're living in the states, yeah. yeah. Uh, but they do, and then they're just like, see what happens. It's just like trash TV. Is there, is there like finest. a is there like a competition or like? I don't know. A group of single people move to a luxury villa in hope of finding love. I mean, and like the is summer there, of their life. It can't just be. It can't just what be like, says. hey, go hook up. It's got to be like, there's, okay, there's got to be objectives go. and like, not games, but like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's oh, says, we're pairing Stephanie and Steve together, and they've got. They just know that the world loves trash TV. Oh, like I think this. it's kind oh, of yeah. like who's like the you're voted off the island. What's that show? Survivor. Survivor. I think it's kind of like that, but mixed in with like love, and you do win a cash prize. So like they vote people off. 
but it's we, like we probably should have watched it before yeah we talked about <laughs> it well but. i i'm not sure that we should because based on what i've seen on it's instagram i don't think it's great but i've seen a lot of and have talked with people that are obsessed with it okay i know this is derailing this slightly but you want to know what show i watched one episode of and it's so bad that it's good. <laughs> it's the Jonas Brothers. It's actually sad. Here's the premise. And we're not here talking about TV shows, but I promise we'll, we'll get- We are eight minutes in and we're still talking about TV we'll shows. Get, we'll get to me here in one second. So it's kind of sad. It's it's a show based off you are like the sibling or, or grandchild or child of somebody famous. And it's like, oh. these people have lived in their brother's shadow the entire time. <laughs> and it's literally- Who's the older Jonas brother that nobody cared about? Kevin. 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 Yeah. Kevin, if you're out there, we love you. Come on the podcast. Yeah. But it's the truth. Huh. Um, but it's him and then the other brother that nobody knew even existed. Frankie. Yeah. That like, and it's like, so the whole premise of the show is you live in this house and you have to guess who somebody's related to. And at the end of the night, everybody votes. And if they vote right, that person gets kicked off. And I don't know what happens if they vote wrong. But so no lie. Watch the first night. Chuck Norris's grandson is on <laughs> the show, amazing. but he cheats and he gets kicked off. You're not allowed to have your phone. And he had his phone and he's like trying to look up who all these people are. And everybody's like, Chuck Norris is going to beat your face. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> anyway, Love Island. That's amazing. Bunch of, in Milana's words, not mine, sexy oh my gosh. singles. In the show's words. Going to this island to find love. Mm. To find in the summer yeah. of their lives. There you go. It's just... Good old reality. Good old reality TV. TV yeah. Um, that leads us into kind of the direction we're going <laughs> in for yeah. this podcast, actually. We're um, a roundabout way, but we're there. <laughs> uh-huh. we're, we got yeah. there eventually. Um, this podcast, we're kind of going to be talking about sort of the idea of the things we let in as Christians, like how the things in this world, the things that we do, the things that we partake in, eat, go out and spend our time doing, the things we listen to, how that affects us as believers and does it affect us as believers and that sort of idea mm-hmm. um so let's start there so when it comes to like the shows that we watch and the music we listen to where would you say like the line is yeah for a believer like can i be like bumping drake in my car i don't even know if he's like super inappropriate or like you know you listen explicit music i don't i've heard his new album's like a club album i don't know but can you watch Game of Thrones? Can you watch Love Island? Like, where where's yeah. the line when it comes to being a Christian and sort of those sort of things that we let into our life? Yeah, you know, uh, Paul talks about this, you know, in 1 Corinthians when he says, everything is permissible for me, but not everything is beneficial. So when he's saying everything is permissible for me, he's actually putting in quotation marks. So he's actually stating someone's argument. But, not, but then he's saying, but not everything is beneficial. And then he does quotations again. Everything is permissible for me, stating an argument again. But then he's saying out of quotations, but I will not be mastered by anything. And I think it's this thought of like, there are a lot of things that are permissible where Scripture doesn't um, identify specific things. Like there's not an exhaustive list in Scripture of do's and don'ts. There, right. there, there are some passages in Scripture where... Um, that there's some clear like don't do this. Yeah. Um, you know, and so there, there is some gray area when it comes to like certain things or certain levels of things or boundaries, and and so I think it's this argument where like yes, everything is permissible. Like, 
are you allowed because of your free will to go do things that you want to do? Like, even if you are a believer, like you've been saved by Jesus Christ, like you are allowed to do whatever you want to do yeah. um, because you have free will. But is it beneficial to you? Right. And I think that that's something that when we engage with um, certain things, when it comes to alcohol or we engage with uh the shows that we watch or the things that we listen to or the places that we go, um, are some of these things permissible potentially, but are they actually beneficial? Yeah. Like, and that's the, the, the question that I think we have to have to ask ourselves is not, um, can I do this, but is this fruitful? Right. And I think when you begin to like ask that question of like, you begin to switch of like, can you do this? Yeah, you can. And it'll probably be fine, and you can wake up tomorrow, and your life will go on. And uh, but is it fruitful? And, and I think that's a question that people have to begin to ask. Like, is is this wise? Um, and yeah, so I, I think I think that's for me. The reality is that I think that it's these kind of things, like these moments. Um, it's a compounding effect. Yeah. So. So, yeah, you might watch an episode of something or this, and, and it's fine. But all of a sudden, you find yourself like, for the past few months, I've been engaging with these kind of things, and it begins to to compound. Um, and and so I, I know for me, like when I go to the gym, I always start with music that's like probably not the best. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. and, then, and then about like literally always probably within like 15, 20 minutes, I always end up changing it to worship because it's mm. – it starts to like I start to think differently. I start to it's it's permissible for me to listen to certain music, but right. it's not beneficial. It's not fruitful for me. It might yeah. have helped me do that set better or whatever, <laughs> yeah. more reps, but it didn't didn't feed my my soul. Yeah, so. right. I think when a lot of people become Christians, they they want to know okay, what is sinful mm-hmm. and what's not sinful. Mm-hmm. What can I do? What can I not do? And I think that the heart of this particular podcast is to let people know, like, hey, just because something is not a sin still doesn't mean it's not good for you. Mm-hmm. You know, like there are people who like with like drinking, like is drinking a sin? No, Jesus drank like he had alcohol. But just because alcohol in and of itself is not a sin doesn't mean it's the best thing for you to be doing maybe with your life, especially if you know you're prone to like addictions or, or, or overindulgences, or maybe you drank a ton in college and now you're coming out of that and you're a Christian and you're like, I don't know, like, is it okay for me to go and drink or whatever? It's not that you're going to be sinning necessarily if you do, but I also think that it might not be the smartest thing for you to do. And then Paul, I'm going to butcher this, but Paul, (laughs) hey, but Paul also says like for some people, like what is a sin for you might not be a sin for me because it's going against your conscience. And so he talks about it specifically with like veganism and people that don't eat meat. He's like, just because they don't like eating meat to them feels like a sin. So it's a sin for them. I don't think he literally means God is judging them in a sinful way, but he's saying it goes against their conscience to do that. So they probably shouldn't do it because it's not helping them. It's not benefiting them. They feel passionate about this. And even though it's not, hey, you're offending God, they don't see benefit in it. So don't worry about it. Like, let them be vegans and be weak and whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Comes down to, like, personal convictions. Yeah. Things like that. I remember when I first, like, 
started following Jesus, got saved or whatever, one of like the first things that I like immediate felt like conviction about was the music I listened to. And it was weird. And there was some sermon in a uh, like young adults night that I listened to that he shared some story about throwing out all his like CDs and burning them at a youth camp. <laughs> That's always the story, right? Oh, Throw it yeah. into the fire. But I remember like actually feeling convicted and I was like, okay, for the next like four or five months, I'm only going to listen to worship music. And I like when I'm in the car anywhere, mm-hmm. like every time that I have control of it and I saw like a change, like there was a reason I had that conviction as I yeah. like, it was like, oh, the things that it was actually, like you said, like, changing the way I thought and the, the things I thought about. And when I was listening to worship music, I could actually see the fruit that was coming. And so that was like a personal conviction of mine that I, I know plenty of my friends who like would say, I feel no conviction about like listening to Harry Styles yeah. or whatever, or whatever music. But I think it does come down to like, yeah, like a personal conviction, your conscious, like what might be sinful. Yeah. Yeah. What God's leading you to. I mean, for me, like I, I hate to say that I still curse every once in a while, <laughs> but I but I find that when I'm at the gym, because that's primarily when I listen to more hype, like music I listened to in high school or college, like in in the gym. It's just interesting that like the more I allow, like vulgarity and like cursing in my music, how much quicker it is at the tip of my tongue. You know what I mean? To where it's like, I'll notice like recently the past like month or two, I've been listening to more like podcasts in the gym. Cause same thing. I just, I I feel that it affects me. My language gets, it's not readily available. If that makes like when I'm mad, when I'm frustrated, the first word that comes to my mind isn't something that's vulgar or (laughs) explicit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And we were talking about this before that it, I feel like life really boils down to a lot of like inputs and outputs. And, Mm -hmm. and I think that we have to remember that we're born sinful. Like we're born with a propensity towards, um, things that are not righteous. And we're, we have a propensity towards, um, pride and lust and all all sorts of different things that we're born with. We're we're all, because we're all in need of a savior. Right. Mm -hmm. And so I think that we already are kind of like up against this like spiritual warfare where we're already constantly fighting our flesh. And and I think that that's why it's so important that what we allow into our mind and into our body, like we are constantly like fighting. We're constantly yeah. like waging war. Um, I feel that constantly, even when I am in a place of life when uh, – I feel more righteous than usual, or I feel like I'm praying more, I'm reading more, I'm doing more right things. I still feel like this intense pull towards um, the the evil fleshly part of, of myself. And so that's why I think the older that I've, I've gotten in life, the more mature in my faith, I've started to realize like to really like live the life that I believe that God has for me, mm-hmm. I have to be very conscious and fight against or fight for the things that I allow into my, my mind, the things that I see. Um, that, that That's why for me, I, I don't, I have Instagram, but I'm not on it. Like I'll check it on my right. desktop every once in a while to see if like people like DM me or whatnot. We'll check our group chat yeah. see the memes. Yeah, that I'm like, I gotta see what everybody's sending me. Um, but that's why I'm not on it. I can't, I admittedly, I cannot handle it. Like I cannot handle going through reels and for 15 minutes seeing like 
a hundred different reels of all sorts of things that make my mind go in so many different places. Like there's a reason why people in the secular world like, hey, take a break from social media every once in a while because it causes anxiety and depression. Like there's a reason why the creators of those apps like don't let their children on them. Um, And so I think for me, I'm learning so much of like, what are the things in my life that if I'm being fully transparent, bring a level of like negativity to me or make my mind wander or uh, make me feel a little bit more anxious. Um, Like taking the news apps off my phone. Like I really did. My phone's the most boring thing on the planet. My kids don't, they want my wife's phone. They don't want mine. Like I don't, cause I just don't, I can't like handle it in in my own right. And so, um, but I've seen that how I've like grown as Mm -hmm. I've eliminated some of the the negative inputs in my life. Yeah. Yeah. So let's go back to the beginning to like Love Island. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is it sinful to watch Love Island? I think that, like, it might not be sinful. Like, you're not, maybe, like, I. it's so hard because I haven't watched it, so I really don't know the content in there. Shows like that. Yeah. You but know what I mean? Yeah. Is it good for you? I think is the better question. Like, Yeah. I mean, that, I, I was expecting both of you guys to be like, no, <laughs> if I'm being honest. But... Right, like what, no, what can but Sin Island is, do for you exactly. or do to you, even though it Love might, Island or Sin Island? <laughs> or did I say Sin, you said Island? Sin Island? That's funny. You oh, didn't even mean to. Look at that. Maybe you think that it's a there's, I mean, there's probably a show out there called it? Sin Island. But what I'm saying is like, is watching an episode of Love Island inherently sinful? No, no but is it going to lead you yeah, what, to have sinful thoughts? What could to, it do? What could it do for you that affect you negatively, even though it might not specifically be a sin? Right. Right. How would it affect you going yeah. back to, to Love Island? Like if, if I'm just being blunt, if you struggle with watching porn, yeah. it's probably not the best thing yeah. to watch. Right. Well, again, truly, I've never seen it, but I'm assuming girls in bathing suits running around yeah. a beach. Yeah, like, you know right. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like it. it's probably not the smart. It's, it's like, hey, you're not going to stick your hand in a fire. But you're going to see how close you can get your hand to it yeah. without actually right. fully sticking your hand in it. Yeah. yeah, I think that's like the whole point is like the question shouldn't be like, where's the line? Is it sinful? I think of like the story of Samson in the Bible of like it was like not lawful for like him to touch a dead animal. And there's a story in Judges where he doesn't touch the dead like lion carcass, but he scoops honey out of it and like avoids it. So like he gets really close to sin like without like actually sinning and so that's kind of like what it makes me think of as like that's the wrong question of like where's the line and the question should actually kind of be like what Matron said like does this glorify God does this bring me closer to God or does it make me farther away like how does it influence me and my attitude and my thoughts like is it causing me to like have a thought pattern that I don't like or to send me like something like Love Island if I if that was like a struggle of a person like is that going to send me down a road where I'm having to now like ward off thoughts right. of lust and and struggle with with that sin pattern so I think it's just that that's not the question like we should be asking like where's the line is it permissible yeah. it should be like does this glorify God because that's yeah. like the ultimate goal of a Christian is that your life and the things you do should be glorified yeah. to God yeah, and I don't know who who coined this this like kind of phrase, but like that we're we're not uh, physical beings having a having a spiritual experience. We're spiritual beings having a physical experience, like here on yeah. earth. Like 
that what you do physically affects you spiritually. What you do spiritually affects you physically. Like yeah. there, it's it's all throughout Scripture. Like when Jesus like healed people, and it's it, you see a lot. Like Craig Rochelle, he talks about like he says like what do you what you're putting in your soul today will come out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and he says your life is always moving in the direction of your strongest thoughts. Like your mind doesn't grow stronger with negative consumption. Like your um, your your spiritual man, your spiritual woman does not grow stronger with negative consumption. And like I said earlier, like our we're we're just like in a difficult season of, of life in our world. And right now everything seems permissible and kind of beneficial. <laughs> like yeah. Yeah. but 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 at some point like we have to decide and take control of like who do I want to be? Who has God called me to be? How can I have the most influence for the kingdom of God? How can I bring God the most glory? And what I'm consuming, is it taking me in that direction? Right. Um, because I feel like for a lot of us, we're we're very whimsical in our approach of life and and the things that we allow in. And and what's what's so crazy is that like back in the day before like Netflix and all these places, like you kind of had to look pretty hard to find like a show that you watched like all the time that was kind of like Racy, negative. Yeah. yeah, you know, but then you would watch it one week, then you'd watch again for another week. Now you can plop your butt on the couch <laughs> yeah. and you can have to like your endless, this almost right. an infinite amount Yeah, for the rest of your life. If they stop making stuff right now for almost the rest of your life, you could consume. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you sit down and you watch three or four episodes of this. Of, of Love Island, and you cannot tell me, I will argue this with anybody, you cannot tell me that when you're done with a show like that, and we've all done it. I'm not saying yeah. that I haven't done that, or or I still don't have moments where we sit down and we get really into a show or something. Mm-hmm. But I argue this because I know it in my own life, my own soul, that like you can't get up from that and and be like your view of relationships or the opposite sex or your lust or your desires, like they haven't changed in a negative way. Right. Yeah. Um, right. Unless you're a robot, but <laughs> yeah. I don't know. You know? No, know. absolutely. Absolutely. I think that like we're fully integrated beings. I know that like being fully integrated is like kind of big right now. Um, <laughs> but like we are both spiritual and physical. Like, yeah. like we don't divide the two. Like God made us both physical and spiritual. We will be physical and spiritual like in heaven and and like you were saying, like what you put in affects you both ways. Yes. Like I think when you listen to like worship music or messages or or podcasts or things that uplift you, it can actually affect your physical demeanor. You can yes. be yeah. you can be less depressed. You can walk into a situation where you might normally be pessimistic and have some optimism. You can start seeing like the potential and not for things to go right and not yeah. things to go wrong. You can you can have faith and hope or you can be super negative and yeah. and be very nihilistic and pessimistic and everything wrong happens to me and all this and I, I you know even like I said for me like anger and frustration and things like that yeah. are amplified when I'm listening to music or watching things where violence or violent violent language is like more prevalent yeah. and not that I'm about to go out and fight somebody but I just can even notice like my my temper is yeah. like preset almost you right. know. And so, yeah, I think that it's super, super important to, like, just be super conscious yeah. and, and aware of that. Right. And right. so 
for a young adult that's sitting here, and I think everybody, like you said, would admit, if you watch Love Island season one and you're a dude, are you walking out with the best? Is your is your impression of women, is your definition of sexuality, is your ideal for a relationship better off than before when you watched it? Probably not. Yeah. Every single person with a with a brain would probably be like, yeah, I'll give you that. So where's the li- like how if if somebody's sitting in in your office or your all's office and you're like, hey, where's the line for me or how can I better determine what I let into myself? Like what's where's the line? How would you maybe coach or guide somebody into being like, hey, here are some things you should probably weigh or filter or use to determine whether like, yeah, that's okay. Cause, mm-hmm. cause also we don't want to create hyper religious robots right, where yeah. everything is wrong and yeah. the only time, like you can't even watch a basketball game because there's a <laughs> cheerleader. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. like, you know, like I think God also gave us sports and things like that to be enjoyed. Like, mm-hmm. so where, if somebody's like, dude, so where's the line for like, I guess for me, or where's, how would you guide somebody into being like, here's some things to consider and think about. Milana, sorry, that's like the, that was the longest winded question. He turned and looked at me right away. Um, I think yeah, it goes back to like, what's it, what's it leading you to? Mm-hmm. Um, if like one, if you're asking that question, there's a chance you're probably already feeling convicted. Like if it's a question in your mind, like oh, I don't know if I should be watching this or, oh, I feel like I shouldn't listen to this because it makes me angry or it makes me think less of women or whatever because that seems to be a theme in a lot of music is just degrading yeah. um, opposite sex. But if you're like asking that question, chances are that you're probably like the Holy Spirit's already starting maybe to convict you. Um, and maybe like honestly, like I'll be honest, I listen to secular music now like everybody knows. <gasps> I love Justin Bieber. Like my oh. husband and I went to his concert. I had a great time. And her husband's name is Jake Bakken. JB. JB. Is so there a little bit of like life imitating art? I don't know. But like I yeah. I don't feel like as much of that conviction now. Like I definitely don't listen to the type of music I used to listen to. But if in this season like you feel like the Lord is calling you to maybe take a step towards holiness in that area, then – it might be so, like if you're asking yeah. that question. Yeah, and I I think there is something to if if you're like wondering what that line is. I, I think that we've we become so desensitized to things. Yeah. Going back to like we could watch a million shows and you know, but I, I do think our culture has become very desensitized because we're like because our world has gone kind of nuts yeah. in a lot of ways. Oh, like, well, yeah. at least I'm not doing that. Yeah. I know and the I'm bar is real low. The right. bar is low. Yeah. And I do think, though, that there is a callback, and there should be a callback to some level of, of holiness. Dude, no, 100%. Yeah. In, I in, agree. In our lives and the things. And, and I feel like I've been much more convicted about this in, 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 a, in a healthy way. But I think I would, if someone was like, hey, I'm kind of like feeling weird. Like, where's the line? I would mm-hmm. encourage them. Like, hey, why don't you take a week yeah. or take 21 days and eliminate any of the voices or the the things in your life that um, maybe aren't like aren't bad. Like, I love country music. Not bad, but it <laughs> makes you think about things differently. You know, like, <laughs> but like, because I've done fast before where I've done 21 day fast where it's like I'm only listening to worship yeah. or I'll listen to a podcast. 
and see see if anything changes for you. Because I actually believe, like, I would love for a young adult, if you're listening, to, like, take take a week, um, a Friday to a Friday, and be like, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to eliminate, like, shows that, mm-hmm. that I, I just know have probably aren't the healthiest for me, or maybe TV in general. Right. Um, lean into worship music. And... And then I think as we begin to do that, I think that we create space then for the Holy Spirit to speak a little bit differently. Like now I am I am so much more aware of the things that like I'm seeing and I'm listening to. Um, you want to get really aware, though, is have kids in your car. <laughs> right. We we started feeling this because we, we love listening to like country and stuff. Like when it's summer and like the windows mm-hmm. are down and we're going out to eat and then the kids in the car. But then hearing my son sing the song about <laughs> beer oh god and i'm like but it, it like me and my wife looked at each other we're like we we have to remember too we're like no our kids are going to listen to worship when they're with us because we also remember like things are being spoken into them or over oh, them right. that, absolutely that There's a narrative my son who's six on. he's not quite yet like gathering it but one day he will and he'll connect the dots to it right and so we all you know you kind of start to see i think doug talked about it like like the innocence like when when innocence walks into a room yeah when you're in the middle of listening to something you shouldn't or watching you know you you start to realize so so we're kind of our families on a place of like what are the inputs into our home yeah Mm -hmm. and what are the music that we're allowing to like fill the spaces of our home like no i want my home to be filled with like the spirit of god and the presence Mm -hmm. of god and and worship and and that's what we're gonna put into our home yeah um yeah and not all the time yeah but most of the time yeah i i do think it's healthy or not even healthy i do think it's okay sometimes maybe just to like veg out and like watch friends or the office or whatever i don't think that's neither bad nor good i think that can be neutral um I think a lot of things are neutral. I think like the good and the bad is like how you how you make it, how you use it. But if somebody were to come to me and be like, hey, like how do I know? I think just some super easy questions are like, where does your mind go when this happens? Like mm-hmm. when you watch a show, does it make you lust or does it make you angry or does it make your, I don't know, you have like yeah. dark thought. Like Aaron yeah. and I for a while, we loved watching like Criminal Minds <laughs> and and – it's not, not not that we were like now we want to murder somebody, but but <laughs> but we like but we were more conscious. Like it was weird. Like we were like, are the doors locked? Like is it like? Yeah. We just yeah. we had this hyper awareness of crime. You know what I mean? Right. And so I'm like, where does your mind go? And then and then just honest like questions like, how how will this like make you love Jesus more? Or yeah. like yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah. how will this benefit your walk with God? Like and sometimes it might be like it won't and it won't hurt it. Like that's how I feel about the office. Yeah. Like yeah. you know I'm like, is this making me closer to Jesus? No, mm-hmm. oh, maybe I laugh a lot, but yeah. like I don't think it's overtly making me not. Right. You know, and so I think there are some things that are neutral, but I think they're just really honest questions. Like hey, where does my mind go when I'm consuming this? Does this push me closer to Jesus? When I'm done watching this, when I'm done listening to this, do I feel encouraged? Do I feel filled with faith? Or do I feel frustrated or angry? Or do I feel like I'm almost giving the enemy more weapons to come at me right. than guarding myself? Yeah, and I was going to yeah. say that like like the devil cannot create. He he uses what's already been yeah. created and then he – so we have to remember that like he'll he'll use the the doors that we open, right. yeah. You know to 
to to speak to like put temptation to mm-hmm. you know to to challenge put fear and and worry inside of us and um so he can't create but he'll he'll use what we allow him to use yeah you know and so it's like for some of us it's not that you're sinning against god but you just might be giving the devil more ammunition yeah, to more to lead you to something that might be sinful and harmful yeah. and, and, and hurt you. Yeah. Yeah. So, man, I think it, this is such an important conversation and important topic because the devil and I think our enemy loves taking things that feel innocent and turning them into vices. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Absolutely. And I've just seen it so many times before in my life and in, in lives of so many young adults I talk to where – Man, how did I find myself here? Yeah. What started with something seemingly innocent. It's a compounding effect. Yeah, yeah, that continually grew and grew and grew until you turn around and you're like, well, how am I here? You know? Right. So, man, I think this is so important for anybody that's listening is that, like, listen, what you watch and what you listen to, we're not saying go move to Pennsylvania and be Amish and don't have electricity <laughs> and never listen to music again and ride a horse and buggy. But I think just raising the level of awareness and conscientiousness of you are a holistic being. What happens to your soul affects your body. What happens to your body affects your soul. And the more aware you are of this, only better you can be in trying to have a relationship with Jesus and walk with Jesus. Dude, the world is hard enough. Our world is, like you said, like just crazy enough to where I feel like on any given day, you've already got enough stuff to to navigate. Why build your own barriers to your own success right. in following Jesus? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So good stuff. Yeah. Do you guys have any closing thoughts or comments, or maybe touch on anything we didn't really talk about real quick before we wrap this up? Uh, yeah. I I, I wanted to kind of challenge on a. I heard a a a message um, a few months ago, and it was entitled like "Give God Your Night." Yeah. And, and it was basically like. This guy created this whole idea and this argument with scripture based around that God speaks most in the night. Like so like even in Job it says, For God does speak now one way, now another, though no one perceives it in a dream, in a vision of the night, when deep sleep falls on people as they slumber in their beds, he speaks in their ears. In Psalm it says, I will bless the Lord who has given me counsel. My heart also instructs me in the night seasons. Uh, Psalm one seven or seventeen says, "You have tested my heart. You have visited me in the night, even in, with Samuel, as a young boy, yeah. and God interrupts his night." And it was this whole idea of we go to bed at night and we like binge all these shows or we sit on our on our phone, and then like all of a sudden we go to bed and we kind of infiltrate our minds. Like Eastern meditation is to um, empty your mind and we kind of feel like we get to the end of our day we're like i just want to like empty my mind i just don't want to think yeah whereas like biblical meditation is filling your mind and it's it's filling your mind with the things of god and so i've actually now um for since i heard that uh almost probably 90 95 percent of my nights i i read before i go to bed i I read scripture and i say god i give you I give you my night. If you want to mm-hmm. wake me up in the middle of the night, wake me up. And it's just crazy, like, like God speaks in dreams. Like, young men, listen, like, it says that God will speak to you through visions and through mm-hmm. dreams. Like, um, so I do think that, like, when we put healthy things into our body, we say, God, like, I'm filling my mind with this, like, speak to me, use me. Um, how much different could our lives begin then to look if 
from the opposite of that. Like, yeah. And then in the morning, I try to wake up early before my kids get up, and I try to infiltrate my mind with Scripture again. Even if it's, like, it's one chapter, I read, like, the Proverbs of the, whatever the Proverbs of the day is, and I, I read that. And then I'm so I, I feel very passionate about this because I do think that your life really comes down to like inputs and outputs. And if you're in a difficult season right now, an anxious season, a struggling, fearful season, you cannot continue to put junk into your mind and into yeah. your body. Like if times are tough right now, the worst thing you can do is continue to do that. Like you have to begin to like put healthy inputs healthy conversations, healthy people, things of heaven, uh, think on these things. Um, yeah. and, and then I think you'll, you'll begin to see, like you, you pull yourself out of the season that you're in. Yeah. That's so good. But that's it. Shut up, Andrew. No. That's good. They both fell asleep during that. No, I love it. No, I love any, it. Any, any more? No, I, I feel challenged by that. I yeah. think that's awesome. So well, I felt like I was supposed to come here today for you. Moana. Just challenge me. He's like, Moana. <laughs> Quit scrolling. The Lord spoke to me before you go to bed. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think that's so good. I and I do think I think it's just here's the thing. Test it. Try it. It like give it a week. Give it two weeks. Give it a month. Whatever. But like truly, like if you're a Christian and if you're struggling with any type of pornography, alcohol, uh, maybe maybe you're not even it's not even a porn addiction or whatever, but you're just like what just feeding yourself self crap and you feel off and you feel like you can't hear from God. What do you have to lose by giving it up for a week yeah. or yeah. giving it up for a month and just yeah. seeing where you're at? I think like what we prioritize, what we what we consume becomes our destiny in yeah. some ways. It it drives us. And so, yeah, man. Um, no, uh, thank you guys so much for for being here and for sharing all this incredible wisdom, Andrew, for pulling you away from all your important jobs here at our church to <laughs> make time for this humble little podcast. Oh my god! In this yeah. in this closet. Yeah. So. Oh, I'll invoice you. Yeah. <laughs> for real, though. Um, well, hey, thank you guys so much for hanging out with us today. Um, again, what you let into your mind, to your heart matters. So just be aware. Be conscious. Um, we love you guys so much. For all things Red Rocks Young Adults, you can find us and follow us on social at... At Red Rocks YA. At, I always I always Why? think of like a dot com is coming, but that's no. just because I'm old. It's social media. Yeah, it's, it's the media. at sign now. So we told you not yeah. to look at social media, but if you do, <laughs> look at young adults. So. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Let's be honest, they're not getting off Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> no, and hey, if you're in the Denver metro area, come hang out with us Thursday night, 7 o'clock at the Lakewood campus. And... Be a part of our church family on Sundays. We have locations in Arvada, Lakewood, Littleton, Park Meadows. If you're down in Austin, Texas, I know we've got an Austin crew that listens to this. Go check out our Austin campus. Or Brussels. Or Brussels. Hey, we've got some Small people plug. in Spain that listen. That's awesome. Yeah. We have a map that tells us. It tells us where, and we've actually got like heat map. six uh, six Spanish listeners. So, and, and like always, if you're in Spain and you want us to come out and do a live podcast, we would greatly... Yeah love to do that but no thank you for listening if this if you think this would be beneficial to a friend or family member give it a share like us and rate us on whatever platform you are listening to and uh we'll see you guys in another week or two so until then peace out